0: If you're ready to get inspired learn grow evolve to connect and up level your life then you've come to the right place i am beyond excited that you're here so let's dive in hello hello welcome back to the yoga inspired life podcast today i want to chat to you about body image and more specifically yoga and body image because I've noticed randomly an influx of DMs on Instagram from some of you concerned with whether or not you have the quote-unquote right body to do yoga. And first and foremost, I want to say that None of what I will say in this episode is to invalidate your feelings. I don't have any notes or script. I'm just speaking from the heart, so maybe I won't say anything that will make you feel that way. But just in case I do, I hope you know that your feelings are valid and... I also hope you know that I'm recording this episode for you today and talking with you today, not as someone who has never experienced body image issues, but as someone who has really struggled with her body for many, many years, for most of her life. Okay, so know that we are on an even playing field. Know that I am coming to you from a place of love and support. And again, that your feelings are valid. However, dun, dun, dun. No, I'm just kidding. The big but, as they say, right? But seriously, I think somewhere along the way, we have become accustomed with hyper-focusing on all the things we think we're not and all the things that are wrong instead of focusing on all that we are and all that we can do and all that we have and i noticed this recently since moving to new york the weather is pretty extreme here compared to california right like the weather in california is just easy breezy warm perfect year-round typically and in new york it's like hot hot heat or chilly chilly cold and i noticed that people love to complain and look I'm guilty of it too I'm not gonna lie but I've caught it recently and I've been trying to do a better job of it because I really noticed that so many people if not everyone loves to complain and I'm using the weather as an example because it's the most recent and relevant example but I don't know what it is we just like to complain when it's really hot out everyone's complaining that it's so hot out when it's cold out everyone's complaining that it's so cold out we wish it was warm when it's warm we wish it was cold it's like very interesting to me and i notice this with our bodies too and look the media doesn't make it any easier and i know that people want to blame social media and i'm sure that social media has amplified it for a lot of people in a lot of ways But when I was younger and deeply struggling with my body, there was no social media. It was coming from the other kids at school or the dance instructors at my ballet studio or in magazines or on TV. And I know that there's this constant focus and talk about bodies, but I feel like now more than ever, there's more inclusivity of all different types of bodies, which is amazing. But I know that that doesn't take away from this narrative that so many of us have tethered ourselves to around what the quote unquote right body should look like, how much it weighs, how toned it is, et cetera, et cetera. And then even in the yoga world, there's this other layer of flexibility as well as the quote unquote right body type for yoga, right? The media and all of that doesn't help But there have always been influences in the world, and this is with anything, not just the body, but with all things, where there is a narrative pushed. And at some point, you have to stop playing the victim to the external narrative and choose to view whatever it is, but in this particular instance, your body in a different way. You have to choose to stop complaining and find contentment, or as we call it in yoga, santosha, with where you're at and what you have. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to want to change or get stronger or get better or get more flexible or lose weight if that's a goal of yours or get more toned or whatever that is. That's okay, You can. that's totally fine. That's also valid. But it's the hating on yourself and the excuses that we lean on. Like, I can't go to yoga because I am not flexible or I don't want to share my yoga practice, or I don't want to be a yoga teacher because I don't have the typical yoga body. I'm sorry. I love you. I. This is one of those moments where this might sound like I'm invalidating your feelings, but I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. That is an excuse. You've got to drop the struggle. There is no right body for yoga. There is no one right body type or flexibility level for yoga the physical poses and postures the asana of yoga is one sliver it's one eighth of yoga as a whole there are far more important things that go into the practice of yoga than what your body looks like and again i fully understand and empathize and sympathize with you if you're listening and you're struggling with your body image I have been picked apart, bullied, put down, uh, traumatized by other people and, and had my body weaponized against me. So I understand. I really do. And in the past, when I've felt out of control in my life or I've felt helpless or hopeless, something easy to control was my body or something that I could pick apart and hate on myself for was my body. Because it felt like the only thing that I really had control over. But that is not true. And what is more important than your body is your heart. And I know that sounds like a tacky Pinterest quote, but it's true. How are you showing up in the world each day? As it pertains to this episode, what are your intentions with getting on your mat? How are you speaking to yourself? How are you honoring your body? How is your breath? How are your thoughts? These are far more important things to focus on than your weight or your flexibility. I think there's been a big shift around the conversation around bodies. I see it moving in a positive direction, but I even still personally experience comments and things about my body that I just feel are unnecessary. And I think a lot of times more recently, it's been more so meant as a compliment, but it's still like, don't comment about my weight. If you think I look great, just tell me I look great and put a period on it. <laughs> not, have you lost weight? You look great. Or, you look like you lost weight. What are you doing? You look amazing. It's like, just just say you look amazing. Or don't say anything at all about my body. Or I had one of my mom's neighbors one time was like, you know, I'm so glad that you gained a little weight. You used to be way too skinny. And it's like, this is just not productive. I, I feel like it's meant in a good way, but it's like, We've got to stop talking about our bodies in a negative way. If you want to say I look healthy, that I look strong, that I look great, that you think I have a great body, that's so nice. I mean, not necessary, but that's so nice. But let's not talk about weight. Let's not do it. Let's just not do it because you know what? It's nobody's business and it's not relevant. Unless you're my doctor and we're having a discussion about my health, we don't need to be talking about my weight. It's weird and it's irrelevant and we're not going to do it anymore. Capish? Great. You know, so I think the way that we can start to make a shift is to A, stop complaining about the weather. No, about our bodies, right? And when you catch yourself being mean to yourself or talking yourself down, stop the thought, stop yourself mid-sentence and find something that you are grateful for about your body that your body can do cultivating a healthier body image is a practice just like anything and everything else it's something that i've had to work on and there was a point a couple of years ago where i got really into fitness and i wanted to get healthier and i had a goal of getting leaner and getting stronger wasn't necessarily about losing weight but it was about feeling stronger and the first couple of months i was really not being nice to myself still feeling like oh, I can't fit into these pants, or I'm not strong, or I'm not seeing any definition. And it really was a miserable time, honestly. It was really miserable. And then I had a moment where I realized that the intention with which you do things is far more important than the thing you're doing. And even though I was working out really, really hard and being really consistent, I was going into it with an intention of anger and self-rejection and just not pure intentions and i decided to just focus on enjoying the thing i was doing the workout itself right and i committed to stop focusing on what my body looked like and decided that i would just enjoy what it felt like doing the thing and i would stop hating on myself and just appreciate the fact that i could show up and move And I tell you what, the moment that I did that, something shifted and my body actually changed a lot faster, it felt like, maybe it didn't, but it felt like a lot faster when I decided to find peace and santosha and contentment through the process. You know, if you find yourself feeling insecure or feeling disconnected from your body when you're on your yoga mat and you find yourself looking around the room and comparing yourself and feeling bad about yourself, that to me tells me not that you have an issue with your weight or your body, but that you need to look inwards, that you're way too focused on the world around you and you need to turn your gaze inwards. Because whether you have the quote-unquote perfect body or not, if you're busy looking around the room, you're not in your practice. That is not yoga. It's not about what anybody else is doing. Frankly, it's not even about the shapes and poses, as I said. It's about your breath. It's about how focused you are on your breath and on the pose at hand. You know, your drishti in yoga is your looking point, your gazing point. But if your gaze is on everything and everyone else, but one singular point physically and energetically on your breath, then you're not in the practice. There's no such thing as doing it wrong, but you're not doing it right. You know, if you're so busy looking at everybody else. The thing I was saying about the weather earlier, you know, how we're always complaining, how we always want something different. We're always trying to create this struggle for ourselves. And it's like, I don't know what it is about humans. You know, we we, sometimes we love to struggle and it's like, why? You don't always have to struggle. I catch myself doing it too. I catch myself in dating, creating more struggle for myself. Because I'm used to or in the habit of being unhappy or disappointed in myself or beating myself up. And it's like, can we just not do this anymore? Can you just allow yourself to be good where you're at while you're working for what you want? Just give yourself permission to be enough. Stop with the excuses. Stop with the struggle. Stop being worried about what everybody else looks and feels like and is doing blah, 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 blah. How do you feel? What are you able to do with your body right now that you are grateful for? I'm sure there are things that somebody can do that I can't do, that I would love to be able to do. And I'm sure there are things that I can do that somebody else can't do that they would love to be able to do. There's always gonna be someone or something that has more, can do more, that we don't have, that we want, whatever. You know, there, there's always gonna be something. And it's up to you to decide to find contentment with where you're at, while you're working for what you want. Gratitude, that is an abundant mindset, right? Having gratitude for what you have and what you're able to do is going to attract more goodness. If you're focusing on what you don't have, what you're not, what you hate about yourself, you're attracting more negativity and you're living in that lack mentality. And that's just going to breed more of the same. And I know it's easier said than done, but it's time to make peace with your body. Everybody's body is going to look different doing different yoga poses. And if you're not teaching or you're not practicing because you're using your body as an excuse, then you're missing out and you're holding yourself back and you're keeping yourself small energetically. And I say that with peace and love, but you are because it does not matter. You know, there's that saying, there's an ass for every seat okay? And there really is. If you feel passionate about practicing yoga or you feel passionate about teaching, drop the excuses and show up for yourself. And also prioritize filling up your own cup. The moments that I felt the most disconnected from my body, when I look back, that was happening in seasons of my life where I was not honoring what I truly needed and wanted. And in those seasons, I was not facing my fears and I was not Processing my emotions, and I was not taking care of myself, and I was rejecting myself and saying yes when I really meant no. And it affected the way that I related to my body. So it's time to do some self reflection and practice loving your body for what it is and what it can do. You know, we're so focused on what our body looks like, but if you take a moment and think about how incredible your body is, If you're listening to this, that means you can hear. Do you know how many people are not able to hear? Like that actually makes me speechless to think about how grateful I am to have the gift of being able to hear. How amazing it is that I don't even have to think about it. My heart beats. My lungs breathe. My body moves without pain. Even if you're unhappy with the way your body looks, and we've all been there, We all go through it. I know there's a hyper uh, focus on the way the body looks. I I get it. But even if you are at a place where you're like, gosh, I want to lose weight or I want to gain weight or I want to get stronger or I want to do this or I want to do that, you can still find things to be grateful for. And that is what you should be focusing on. I also know there's a fear around being judged by other people. But I'm going to tell you right now, the people that may possibly judge you will only be judging you because they themselves are unhappy with themselves happy healthy people which are the only people that you should even worry yourself about their opinions which you shouldn't but you know only if you are going to you should really only focus on those they're not going to be judging you because happy healthy people are not worried about what anybody else is doing so people that may judge you That says more about them than it does about you. You can't worry about being judged. When you do that, then you're not living your life for yourself. So yoga and body image. Do I think you can practice yoga and be any body type? Absolutely. There's no age limit. There's no weight limit. There's no disability that you can or can't have that will... No. If you have your breath, you can practice yoga. doesn't matter if you're... Half moon looks like my half moon, looks like the girls on Instagram, half moons. It it doesn't matter. I've been practicing yoga since I'm 19 for a very, very, very long time. Many years. I'd say I have a pretty advanced yoga practice. Nine times out of 10 today in classes, I'm taking modified postures. It's not about doing the most or having... The most flexibility, or being able to touch your toes, or being the smallest or the biggest person in class. It's about you honoring your body and meeting yourself where you're at. It's not about what it looks like, it's about what it feels like. Now, I've completely rambled, (laughs) and I want you to know that, again, I, I feel you if you're struggling with this, but I'm telling you the truth. However, your body looks is irrelevant. How do you feel? How honestly are you honoring what you need on your mat and off your mat, but on your mat? How is your breath? Let those be your barometer for how yogic you are. Find contentment with where you're at while you're working for what you want. And for the love of all things good, drop the excuses and the struggle. Let yourself. Do the things, practice the yoga, teach the yoga, move your body, and enjoy it. Focus on what you're grateful for. Focus on doing things that make you feel good. Focus on what you can do and cultivate gratitude for that and let that be your priority. And start to become a little more self-aware of when you have these flare-ups of poor body image moments. Is it social media? Is it not Processing through your emotions? Is it spending time with certain people? Is it a certain habit that you're doing or not doing? And take mental notes on that and then make a change. Create a nurturing, supportive environment for yourself. Anytime I start to notice that I'm like picking myself apart more or I'm not feeling very confident or good in my body, I crack open my journal and I write about it. And I can usually pretty quickly figure out what it is that's triggered me into this and or come to a resolution, which is usually around like, wow, I'm kind of being silly and I'm just picking something to complain about and I'm actually so grateful and able-bodied and healthy and this is silly. Let me focus on more important things. Oh man, it just breaks my heart to think that Somebody is not practicing yoga or teaching yoga because they think that their body is not right for it. And my heart breaks a little bit too for my younger self because I spent many years hating my body and trying to make my body into what I thought everybody else wanted. I've tried to make myself smaller to avoid being seen. I've tried to make myself bigger. And I'm gonna tell you, I've been much, much, much smaller than I am now and much bigger than I am now. And neither one made me any happier or more yogic or more popular or more valued because I was seeking all those things from outside myself rather than putting my self-esteem back into my own hands. It's not about what anybody else thinks. This is your life. This is your journey. And you cannot... Worry about what anybody thinks or says about you. You're never going to get this time back. You have to think of all the amazing things that you have and the abilities that you do have now before it's too late. This is kind of why I like to use the reality of our impermanence so much in my teachings and honestly in my everyday life. I know people find it really morbid, but it's like we all do have an expiration date. We do. And if we were all a little more aware of that, I think we would live a little more and worry a little less. And so I like to apply that same school of thought to my body. When I catch myself, oh man, my legs are so thick or oh, uh, my my stomach doesn't look as toned or, oh man, my arms are too skinny or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, well, what, what if you lost your arms today? What if you lost the ability to use your arms? Wouldn't you be so grateful for your arms? Or like something I honestly catch myself doing a lot is focusing on how ugly I think my feet are. (laughs) I did classical ballet for 12 years and I'm not going to lie. My feet are a little torn up. Okay. Do not. I don't have pretty feet, but it's like, who cares? They get me around town. They help me run. They help me practice yoga. Gosh, if I didn't have them, I wouldn't have the ability to walk. I am quickly taken back to gratitude when I think about that. When I think about the loss of an ability that I currently have, it makes whatever I'm complaining about seem really silly and I am easily brought back to gratitude. So I hope you found this supportive and helpful. I hope you know that you are so loved and you are so more than allowed to practice Yoga, to teach yoga, to move your body, to show off your body, to appreciate your body, no matter what it looks like. Live your freaking life and be grateful for who you are and what you are and what you have right now. Because who you are and what you are and what you have right now will not last forever. So instead of hating on yourself, do me the biggest favor and love yourself a little bit more. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.